I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today, a life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. For this week's clinical file, we have Josalito, and Josalito is a physical therapist treating a patient with a hemothorax and chest tube placement. During bedside treatment, the therapist knocks over the collection reservoir. Which of the following actions should the therapist take next? So we have A, terminate treatment and contact the physician immediately. B, contact nursing and continue treatment. C, Place the reservoir in an upright position below the bed. And D is raise the head of the bed to 60 degrees. All right, let's go up to the top of this question. You know, this is something I decided to make into a question. This whole idea of chest tube placement, collection reservoir, all that stuff, because I just got done teaching about this. And I want to challenge my coaching program students listening to this right now with a question. Make sure you're ready for this next MPTE coming up. All right, so you better get this right. For the rest of you, whether you're in the car right now on the treadmill cooking dinner, we're going to go through this piece by piece. I want you to stick with me here because there are some pieces of information I need you to know for your MPTE coming up, okay? Let's go through it. It says, Hosolito is a physical therapist treating a patient with a hemothorax and chest tube placement. Really straightforward first sentence. You need to know this information here, though. This word hemothorax can easily pop up on the MPTE. This is blood that has entered the thoracic cage and blood that shouldn't be there, all right? It shouldn't be just freely flowing around the thoracic cage. Why? Because this could put a lot of strain on the lungs. It could put a lot of strain on the heart. But one major thing that can happen is a rapid lung collapse because of a hemothorax. So this is not a good situation. It's not stable unless we do something like put in a patient's chest tube, all right, or chest tube placement. And a chest tube is really there to drain air or fluid and to reduce a lung collapse. So you all can see, you know, if a patient has this freely flowing blood in the thorax, we can use a chest tube to drain that blood, all right, out of the area. So this first sentence Pretty straightforward here, but it does have some terms that we need to be familiar with. Now, as we continue down the question, it says, during bedside treatment, the therapist knocks over the collection reservoir. Uh, Let's go ahead and stop there. I know some of y'all has seen a question like this come up on a practice exam or something like that. We knock over the collection reservoir. What do you do next? Yeah, this is that type of question right here. Before we go any further, you need to know what this collection reservoir is. Just talk to you about the chest tube. Now, the chest tube is going to drain into this thing called the collection reservoir. It typically sits below the bed, on the floor, level, it's upright, 
and it's there to drain that air or fluid into this container, this reservoir. All right, we need this reservoir because without it, or if it's not functioning correctly, the blood or the fluid or the air will not drain, and it actually has a high chance of going back into the patient if we don't have a functional collection reservoir. So knocking it over is not good. We need to do something about that. So the last sentence of the question, the question stem, it says, which of the following actions should the therapist take next? For those of you on the podcast, let me go through the answer choices again. We have A, terminate treatment and contact the physician immediately. B is contact nursing and continue treatment. C, place the reservoir in an upright position below the bed. And D is raise the head of the bed to 60 degrees. I see quite a few of you right now kind of going back and forth between them. And I see why it's a little difficult because the question is asking, which of the following actions should the therapist take next? There may be multiple in this answer set here that we would do, but which one would we do next? We just got done knocking over the collection reservoir. What do we do next? So let's go through A. A says, terminate treatment and contact the physician immediately. So as I'm looking at this one, do I want to stop treatment right now or hold it right now? I'm like, okay, that makes sense because we don't want to continue to treat a patient if the collection reservoir has been knocked over. Again, that drainage system is there to drain air fluid and keep it from going back in. It's not working properly. That puts our patient at risk. So I get that part of the answer. It makes sense there. But then the answer goes on to say, and contact the physician immediately. And this is the part that I don't really like because contacting the physician right now, I don't know how much that's really going to do for us. You know, we may have to wait for that, you know, type of response from the physician. If they're readily available, we don't know. But do we need to contact the physician in order to get some type of directive on what we should do in this situation? No, I think that there's a faster opportunity here. Like we can easily go to the nursing team and have the nursing team take care of this situation. We don't necessarily have to go to the patient's physician right now. So I think A is a bit on the overkill. It's not the most efficient way to handle the situation. I'm going to put an X next to A for now. Is everybody with me here? You kind of see why I'm not going to the physician. Okay, let's go to B. B says contact nursing and continue treatment. This is what I really like, y'all. I really like this one, contacting nursing. I think it's a much faster response. We can call them and then they can come in and they can do whatever they need to do, make sure everything is stabilized and there's no major issue. And if there is at that moment, then they can make the determination of contacting the physician or what needs to happen at that point. But contacting nursing, I think is a great option here. And it says, and continue treatment. That's where I'm kind of like, mm, I don't know about just contacting nursing and continuing treatment. No, no, no. I would want to contact nursing, make sure everything's good before I continue treatment. So something about B makes me feel a little uneasy. Do y'all get that? Like, we don't just want to phone nursing and be like, all right, we'll continue until they come or something like that. No, we want to make sure that the patient is good before continuing to treat them. 
So I'm going to hold on to B. Don't really like it that much. Let's go to C. C says place the reservoir in an upright position below the bed. Well, I can tell you right now that's where this reservoir should be to begin with. It should be placed on the ground below the bed. Sometimes you'll see it hanging, but as long as it's below the bed, that's what we really want. And you'll see them a lot of times they're resting on the ground in an upright position. All right. And that's typically how you're going to see it show up on practice exams or likely even the MPTE. So I see a lot of you like this answer and I like it as well because as a physical therapist, if we come in, we're treating a patient with a chest tube and we knock over the collection reservoir, the first action that we should take is putting the reservoir back into position, putting it in its upright position on the ground below the bed. That's what we should do. Now, after that is when we should contact nursing, make sure everything's good and that that device is still working properly and so forth before we continue to treat the patient. All right. But the question's asking this. It says, during bedside treatment, the therapist knocks over the collection reservoir. Which of the following actions should the therapist take next? The next action should be for you to put the reservoir in an upright position below the bed. Boom. I love C. Looks like the best answer here. I'm not done, though. Let's look at D. D says, raise the head of the bed 60 degrees or put the patient more in what we call a high Fowler's position. Sometimes this could be known as a standard Fowler's as well. Standard Fowler's is somewhere between 45 to 60 degrees of head of bed elevated. And then a high Fowler's is typically 60 to 90. All right. So here's the thing. It says, raise the head of the bed to 60 degrees. Regardless of whether that's standard Fowler's or high Fowler's, is this something I would want to do next after I knock over the collection reservoir? I'm like, why? How is that really going to help much of anything? I don't feel like that's the best answer here. I really feel like the best, the next action should be to place the reservoir, the collection reservoir in an upright position below the bed, hands down, period, and that leaves us with our final answer today, C. Place the reservoir in an upright position below the head of the bed. Congratulations to those of you who got this question correct. This one was a bit on the tougher side because you did need to know, first of all, what's a chest tube? What do they do? What is this collection reservoir? What's it responsible for? And what happens if it gets knocked over? All of this information is really good to understand so that you can get to the right answer or get down to an answer with confidence. You know, we looked at some of these answers, which were very attractive. Terminate the treatment, contact the physician. That's always an attractive answer. And I used to hate questions where they had one that said contact the physician, one that said contact nursing. And it's like, you never know which one you should go with. I always used to get those questions wrong. But that was until I really started to understand what are these devices? What are they used for? All right. If I do knock it over, who should I contact and why? Like understanding all of those pieces allows you to get down to the right answer with certainty. Now, here's the trick here. Be very careful because in the question, it is saying, hey, you knocked over the collection reservoir. What's next? One of the answers is says contact nursing. I love that answer and I would contact nursing. But is that the first thing I would do? Is that the next thing I would do? The answer is no. 
All right, and that's the reason why our final answer was place the reservoir in an upright position below the bed. You can learn more about this, of course, if you go inside of your cardiopulmonary textbook and look up in the index your chest tubes. You can learn all about those. If you're someone who doesn't really like to spend time reading, then check us out, theptsl.com. This is a concept that I teach inside of our cardiopulmonary section. This is something I really want to help people understand because it's highly likely to show up on something like the NPTE, all right? So if you're having trouble studying, you hate reading, you hate boring stuff, then I want you to reach out to us at theptsl.com. Go there right now. We got all sorts of resources. We got free cheat sheets that are out there, which I'll talk about in a minute. We got lecture packs, you name it, that are really engaging to help you understand this concept, all right? So go into www www.theptsl.com and we'll take great care of you. For those of you who are PT students or grads, you're struggling with preparing for the NPTE, I have another opportunity for you. It's absolutely free. Right now, we have a private Facebook group where I go in there and I lay out fire each week, guidance to PT students and grads who need to pass the NPTE. So if you're in that situation where you need some direction, you need to know how to study better, how to organize yourself better. You just need more direction. Then what I want you to do is go to www.nptegroup.com, all right? We'll get you in. And like I said, a private, free Facebook group. I'm in there every single week dropping fire, all right? And for those of you who have still not gotten our free musculoskeletal cheat sheets, we got 10 free ones out there for you. You can go to www.nptecheatsheets.com on your phone right now to grab those. So whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, Ghana, Overbreak, wherever you're at in podcast land, go into the show notes, click the link in there, and you can get it. Hi, this is Kyle, and thanks for downloading the podcast. I always enjoy spending this time with you, and I hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding. Make sure to subscribe to get new mock NPTE questions each week. I deeply appreciate your support. It helps keep this mission going. And as I always say, keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you next time.